This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. West Radio, a community-driven podcast built in the heart of Hamilton at Western Community Centre. We are webbing networks and creating safe spaces for ownership in our community. Fano first, Hapuri first. Kia ora, nui mai, haere mai, nui mai, hoki mai, a kutai mai, nei me te toutoko o te kaupapa. Uh, welcome, this is Out West Radio. Uh, you're with Tom today and you've got um, Regan also hosting. Uh, we're just bringing... Um, some content around what we've got for our young people that we've got coming up and also what we've got going on. It's just after 11am. Uh, it's been a great week. Um, Matatini started, although it looked pretty hot on the screen. Um, it rained over there and pretty much most of the whanau are pretty happy that it started raining raining over there because it's pretty hot. Start cooling it down for the amazing. Yeah, actually, and you could just see them all sitting there waiting, like just chilling in the rain, eh? which, is, which is a good thing, honestly, like just watching everyone sit, sit there. And just totoko, what was going on is still pretty cool. And it doesn't matter, rain or shiny. Yeah. Have you been to Matatini before? I haven't, but it's the crazy yeah. when it comes around. Yeah. Um, but me and oh, my wife's been, I think, a couple of times, eh? So I'm pretty keen to be a part Lucky. of it. Lucky. Yeah. It's just, and, she, and that's when it was in Wellington. Ooh. Yeah, so she travelled down there and um, spent some time in Matatini. Uh, one of her friend's partner was um, performing, so... She was hanging out with him. That's know. cool. That's mean. Yeah, that um, atmosphere looks so good, eh? Yeah, it looks real good up there. And it's not just there, but like everywhere else, especially around here, watching all the kids come out of school with all their rako and that. Yep. Practicing their kapohaka. Phones out cool. watching Matatini while yeah. they're doing it too. Yeah, harder. And some schools are actually like advertising for it quite quite hard out. Like um, some schools are like playing it in their, in their classrooms while mm. kids are doing their work. Yeah. It's embracing it, eh? Yeah, harder. And that's what makes it, I guess that's what makes it pretty special. Um, Aotearoa's definitely on a bicultural journey um, mm. on lifting te ao Māori, um, but also being able to um, uplift other cultures as well. But I think starting from the front, um, doing the te ao Māori stuff has been, I guess, the forefront of what's been happening, eh? So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, um, so we're bringing you all things youth. Uh, at the moment, uh, we've got our boys' program that's already started. We've got a girls' program starting up as well. But before that, we actually got a bit of a question uh, for <laughs> each other and a, probably a question for you as well. Yeah, so our question is, since it's based around youth, um, the question is, when you were a youth, what was your goal or what was your dream job when you got out of school? Yeah, goody. I reckon I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't a kid that, oh, well, I was a kid that didn't think too far in the future, mm. but all I ever wanted was just to have heaps of money. Yeah. <laughs> as you do it as a young kid, it's like, oh, I yeah, just need lots of money. Money, man. Like, I'm, like, seeing kids pull out $5 for lunch, and yep. I'm just like, man, here's my cucumber. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just eating the cucumber, man. When but, you got your first pay, what was, what was the first thing that you brought, though? Oh, great question. I actually don't think I spent it on... F- Food, 
Oh, actually, no. I spent it all on food and not anything else but (laughs) but but, food. (laughs) And then I was because I was getting paid, and I was like, man, like back then, like maybe like two hundred dollars was heaps. Yeah, yeah. Way back then. Yeah, I was like, man, I got I'm cashed up. So I'm like giving money to my friends because I'm like, bro, I got money. I shot you too. I shot you. You shot me next time. It's all good. I got you. <laughs> I was those type of vibes, eh? Like, you could trust me to pay back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But everyone went on their word back then, eh? And, and honestly, everyone stuck to it. Well, honestly, when my goal was just to um, see school out, get a good job that paid money, and I didn't, I didn't look at uni. Yeah. Like, with that extra tertiary education and stuff, I looked straight through that. <laughs> straight yeah. to the work, eh? Yep. <laughs> but it was like, I didn't know what I wanted to do though. Mm. Like I wanted to, which made it hard because I had to look into different things. Like I was maybe putting, installing pink bats at a um, commercial building oh, yeah. company, maybe helping put some ceilings up in there, um, doing heaps of demo stuff, mm. or just trying to figure out if that was for me. Well, it's kind of like a, a taste test day. Eh? Like, yeah, is that going to yeah. be for me? Yeah. And then tried like some car cleaning. Type oh, of thing, yeah, like yeah, the ballet. Fairview, yeah, but like done there for a little, probably like a day. I see <laughs> lots of I see lots of youth and lots of boys doing the um the ballet, like at the car yards and things like that. Oh uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, straight after that, I went into fencing. Uh, I was fencing for about nine years, but um now I'm in the job that I'm doing. Probably, um, fencing was a good part of my um working years, and I enjoyed it. But this job's probably been the best for me so far. I don't think I'll have a, a job. Change, but because mm. <laughs> you're doing fencing before you started here, yeah. Right? I was fencing before I started working here, or before I started doing any youth work. I was um, working on fence lines, which is sad, but hey, it keeps you out of the sun, though, way. Eh? Oh, oh, this keeps me out of the sun, <laughs> yeah, harder. Yeah, I remember working in overalls, man, and digging fence post holes, man. That was crazy. Oh, no, yeah. I, I get, I think I get traumatized when I look at a shovel now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, what about you? What's a, what's something like? What's a goal that you had created? What, what where did you see yourself finishing high school? So my goal while I was at high school was just to make it to the end of high school, um, but I knew I didn't want to study. You know, it just wasn't my thing. Um, I was lucky enough actually to be already working through high school, um, but my biggest goal I actually wanted to be a psychologist, um, and then I kind of researched about it and realised I didn't want to do the extra five years of schooling. So pushed that to the side, carried on working at the centre and then kind of ventured out after I left the centre. Oh, yeah, because you went, were you straight out of school to come and work at the Western Community Centre? But you also like helping out with after school care when you're in school. Yeah, right? so I was working while I was still in school. So I started volunteering wow. at the centre when I was 11. Oh, see, you're more OG than me. <laughs> yes, I've been here since, like, you know, like, little kid. Um, and then by the time I turned 15, um, I was officially a paid staff member. I think well, it might have been about 14. It was just before the age had yeah, changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I, when I first started, I was getting, yeah, was was good money when you're I was a kid. You were on the payroll. Yeah, definitely. Dang. Yeah, but you were then, like, um, yeah, that's pretty mean stint then. Yeah, I, was, you, I think I was here for like 11 and a half years. Wow, before and you I went stepped over. away. What mm. else did you do after that? So after leaving here, I went to MSD for four years. I was a housing case manager. Wow. Um, so if anyone knows me, I was down at uh, Dinsdale. Um, and then, yeah, ventured back home, come back to Norton. Yeah. Support all the families again. Yeah, hard out. Mm. Yeah, that's buzzy. Yeah, full circle. 
Mm, yep. And I'm I'm probably the same too. I worked here for about two years and then I went away for two years and came back. Yeah. So I've been back for two years now, but it goes yeah. quick, hey. It does go quick, um, especially if you're doing the job that you love. Yeah. Not, it's not really a job when you love it, eh? Oh yeah. It's more <laughs> like a, yeah, I heard that line paid. on a movie and it didn't work. <laughs> oh no, I, 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 understandable though. Like if it's not really a job because you love it, mm. like it's more like a passion than yeah. anything. Like you're getting paid. For passion of like yours, a perk of it, eh? yeah, I don't. <laughs> but um, we we're just starting up youth programs um for 2023. We've started our one. Our one was based around um setting goals, but like making sure um we're not looking too far into the future. Young people are not um that great at creating goals. Well, probably neither were we when we were young, mm. but we never had the system of like how do we build into creating a long term goal? Yeah, so. Um, instead of like planning for the whole year, we're not at that stage yet. Mm. When we're just at uh, planning, you know, what we're going to do tomorrow, um, and that's kind of formed into what are we going to do in the next eight days. So we we meet every Friday for Tor Fakapuai, and each Friday we we have the section of goal setting. Mm. So this one, um, we're not quite there at our. Um, long were well, our term goal, yeah. but we've done like an eight day goal, which is like our week, so Friday to Friday yeah. type of thing. So we we set our goal. So each day, what we had done was we fold, folded this paper into eight squares, mm-hmm. and in the eighth square, we put down the goal that we were committed to getting to. Some of them were like, oh, I want to learn the school haka, um, I want to build this uh, certain type of thing, or they want to be in a certain place in their life in those eight days. Yeah. Um, put themselves in a good position at school uh, or even like learn any kind of like um, mathematical or history type of stuff you know so like just Ooh. mini like goals that they wanted to try and get in the, in the um, eight days so in the rest of the squares um, each day they put like they'll draw something in each square until they got to the, to the goal but like how each step each day what it looked like yeah. to get closer to that goal um, so we, we've done that and we're also um, getting the ter- the goals are going to get longer, so we're now looking at like what, where do we see ourselves at the end of the term? Cool. Like, the, like each week, we're going to see it, see out a piece of that square mm. again. We're going to create another eight buck of um, squares and just follow those goals. You know, what, yeah. where do we see ourselves at the end of the term? Now, what do we see ourselves doing every week to get to that goal at the end of the term? Oh, can I yeah. join your boys group? <laughs> <laughs> so we're pretty we're pretty stoked on it. We've got a couple of things starting up as well. Like we've got um uh Isaiah who's coming in to uh talk about maybe share about Tuakiri, a bit of identity and share um might be like Pipiha stuff, like yeah. learning that's part of a whole part of identity identity when you're yeah. part of Aotearoa as a whakapapa and learning uh Tuakiri. Uh, to identify yourself and where you come from. Well, I think the saying is more like where do you, where do your bones come from? Like, are you uh, like watch or iwi? Mm. Uh, where do you, do you have a significant awa or maunga yeah. that relates to your whakapapa and creating an identity out of that? But then also, he's um tell Māori hard, so he's like he's also like trying to create waiata around what they what they want. Oh, He's nice. also keen on um, doing the haka, learning the haka as well. We, we've got a haka for Tō Whakapōwai. Um, some of the boys are getting together next week mm-hmm. to try and not not quite practice it, but kind of 
create actions or put more words together for the haka yeah. so that it's like a good sequence going yeah. through. Um, that way um, it kind of fits into all like genre. Like we've got hapuri in the haka talking about community mm-hmm. and then we've got um, the ngākau and our upoko, like where we feel our heart is and where we feel that our head is in that space. Yeah. And that's all part of the haka. It's, it is quite simple. Um, it's written... I wouldn't say too simple. Yeah, it's been it's been written by uh, my wife's um, dad, and he, he spent a bit of time on it. Um, and I, I gave him, we gave him, we done like a whiteboard session at Tor about things that like are about Tor Fakapuai mm. and what we want to be doing. And we, the boys were like, you know, to Manako, uh, uh Upoko, um part of our well-being and how we can put all of that and all of that together to think about our hapuri the community yeah. that we live in so it's definitely a, a community driven haka that has been written uh we just we probably the boys are like are we keen to like extend it so yeah. that it's a quite lengthy haka which is all good cool. with me um but if they're the ones that's doing it and probably leading it then they have a lot of say in it as well. Yeah, there's that heart in it. Eh? Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty keen. Like we, I'm gonna take three of the boys away next week, and then we're gonna do like a little kind of put some actions together, cool. and probably put some actions together for our wahine as well when they come through. Cool. Um, hey, we could just join a Mina's Kapaka group together eh, yeah, for the community yeah. for the youth. <laughs> yeah, well, that, even that'll be Mina, but we're like that's that's just the whole setting up of it. So mm. we've got the whole identity with Isaiah coming in with a kind of a musical background and teaching Tuakiri identity, your fucker popper, and putting that into like your song or whatever music yep. you want to put it into. And then we also got um, uh, Waterboy. Oh, I'd say pro- I can't remember what their program is. It's like a two kaha kind of program, but mm-hmm. like they're taking um, some youth out to do some like a month, month or two month program with them. That's cool. Um, yeah, I watched a short clip of it. I showed the boys some 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 of the boys the clip, which is pretty. Yeah, they're pretty keen. Most of them are in school, so they're actually looking for the program. Is looking for kids that are like out of school. Oh, okay. Or like struggling in school and like looking for something else. So. Yeah. That's pretty mean. Like that's an a, alternative yeah, that's, option. That's a whole, uh, all of that is like by looking at it is like learning how to be a citizen of the area that you're in, like which is because creates a belonging. Yeah. Um, and also the program is based around um, identity as well. So and that's a big thing for youth. They like struggling just to you know fit in and things like that. That's cool. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. exciting, man. Yeah. So and we're pretty keen to get our girls program off the ground as well. So we just. Um, plugging things in, making sure that they're all working, that each ends are sparking, that we've got um, uh, linked up at each end. Um, the only thing is, is that we've we've got, uh, it'll probably start off small, eh? Like, yeah. we'll probably start off small with a couple, like, what, four girls, but that's how it always starts, you yeah. know? When I started here, um, when, when I first started here, I probably only had, like, four four or five young boys that keep turning up and then Actually, I think I remember that yeah it was about four or five boys yeah, and, then, and then they were like the solid foundation yeah. you know and then and they're still in your group of, now yeah the next generation yeah they're still part of my circle they um yeah I think the transition as well we're just getting more of their friends coming down yeah which is hey it's that word of mouth though eh, with yeah, the youth. Yeah. they're gonna tell them hey come to this group you know it's me and theirs. like you yeah. get to do this this and this and then it just opens up extra avenues for these kids too mm. yeah mm-hmm. so what do you for you what are you feeling 
the direction for our wahine, um, where do we see them moving in this type of vibe? So what I'm wanting to do for the girls is obviously open up a safe space for them to express what they're going through. Um, you know, being a young teenager once, um, I know for girls it's quite difficult to, you know, sometimes take things to your parents or, or caregivers or someone that can support you where you need people that aren't necessarily in your family circle about that just to get some extra mm. advice. Um, but also wanting to... I've noticed, um, you know, our lovely wahine are getting into a little bit of trouble too, mm. um, a little bit more than normal, you know, so just trying to get an understanding on what it is that's making them retaliate that way, you know, and things yeah. like that, just um, seeing what it is that they're needing, that yep. they're not getting, um, yep. you know, that to see if we can help provide that and just make it more of a wraparound circle for the girls, because the girls have got to stick together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good call. Um one thing that we're, we're trying to create here is we, we want to try and create a vibe where our young people can just walk straight into the building. Definitely. And, um, the only thing that's not on our side is space. Yes. Like yep. We've got young people where we're trying to host, even like every now and then there'll be probably like 20, 20 young people will step into the building. Yeah. Um, we don't have a youth space for them to just sit and hang out, yeah. which, which is probably something that we'll like. So they just go and hang out. In the staff area They're kind of like Almost scattered Throughout the building though yeah, Like yeah, if yeah. they If they know anyone From the after school care You'll find a cluster Of them down there There's yeah, a cluster outside Cluster yep. in reception A cluster out in the yeah. staff room Cluster in each of our offices yeah. You know So it is There's like lots of youth around So Why not make it a space For them That they can come in Hang out Feel safe Yeah Get the I goodness know. Yeah and that's what It's all about Like if we can create Our own belonging here For the young people uh, We're winning Yeah You know we're They'll they'll keep coming back definitely, and you know things will sometimes that never always works out exactly the way that you want it yep. to, but that makes a good corridor between you and the young people because mm. they want to know why why it was so so sucky yep. at program that yep. day, you know. So you give them the space to tell you what was wrong mm. and what you can do better. Yeah, and sometimes that's the best way, the only way that you can grow. Yeah, and because it's a new program, we want to try and figure out. Um, we pretty much want to figure out what the girls want first day yep. before we start doing anything. Pretty much the girls will create the program, so they'll let us know what they're needing or what they're wanting or what they're wanting to gain out of the program. Mm. And then what we'll do, obviously, behind the scenes is work together and figure out what that looks like in a you know, plan setting for us to be able to action that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty keen on that. I'm, I'm pretty keen on getting the girls' program started and helping out. I'm pretty keen on the boys' program um, the way that it is yeah. But I guess it's just about How we connect them together uh, What's best for them um, Maybe we could do like some I don't know, camp together Maybe yeah. we go do whakapapa and kapahaka together I reckon but, that'd um, be cool Yeah, we'll just go on a break now Just don't worry about it From Kings Run free boy, run free that's what I would have said to the young me Sometimes I feel I grew up just a little fast Sometimes I wish I was an old me I still pour it off and keep it lit With the friends that I came up with Smooth sailing like we on the ship We don't worry about it We don't worry about it 
Don't you worry about it. So don't you worry about it. Reminiscing childhood, backpacks and VCRs, snapbacks and first cars. <laughs> Ooh, what a feeling! After school, we get aboard, around the crew like all aboard. Skating till the sundown, grab a chicken, pull around. <laughs> Thank God he's hit the town. Hit the plumb, but we don't hit the ground. Planning a vacation over New Year's, but we barely had the money to go hats on Nike shoe fair. Never watching TV, no screens but sunscreen, suntans and bikinis. Never watching TV, no screens but sunscreen, suntans and bikinis. Run free, boy, run free. That's what I would have said to the young me. Sometimes I feel I grew up just a little fat. Sometimes I wish I was an old me. I still pour it off and keep it lit. The friends that I came up with Smooth sailing like we on the ship <laughs> We don't worry about it We didn't have it all. I used to jump the fence and play some basketball. Instead of sending tweets, I used to send a call. Instead of Ubering, I used to walk up to the mall like, hey, hi, gap it from security. Cause we like the moral purity. No more Hotemoy, no more Hokimoy. Welcome back to Out West Radio. Uh, once again, you've got Tom here and you've got Regan here hey. hosting. Uh, we're just bringing you all the content that we have for our youth and what, what's already happening and what's coming up. Um, we just recently spoke about. Um, the programs that we've got for Tor Whakapuawai um, with goal setting and how we're going to um, get our young girls into um, a program. Have we thought of a name for the girls' program? Yeah, Tairanga. Tairanga. Yep. Do you want to tell us a little bit about, about the name? Yeah. yeah, so the name is, oh, obviously it's today also, it's our, um, Elevate or um, Lifting Up Our Youth or Wahine. Um, so that was actually sourced through. Trisha's husband, he was doing a little bit of research when she'd gone home to explain, you know, what we're trying to do. Um, so they did some research together and found a name that was quite inspiring for, for young women. So, yep, Tairanga. Tairanga, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um it's for, I guess, I guess it doesn't matter what background you come from, it's just based around um, developing young leaders. So obviously the um, Whakapua is all about developing, but yep. Tor also someone that's in leadership or strong, yep. um, leading from the front. Um, so yeah, that's where we got Tor Whakapua from. And we've got some strong youth coming through Norton, eh? Yeah, hard out. And we're keen to just keep that, uh, keep that page running for them. Yeah. Um, and there's each chapter, you know, making sure that they're growing. Eh? Yeah, that's definitely. That's probably the biggest thing. More tools to their kite. Yeah. Hard out. And just last week, I spent a week away with youth workers from all around New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, and the hardest thing was for, I had to drive to Wellington. Um, <laughs> uh, so 
Cyclone Gabriel kind of um, swept through and, and all flights were cancelled. Yeah. Um, but we were, oh, sorry, before I carry on, sending some love out to Hawke's Bay, um, uh, East Coast Whanau, yeah. um, for all the stuff that you've been through as well. So um, I actually have a workmate uh, when I was down in Wellington. Mm. He was working alongside us, but he just lost contact with all his whanau when we were down there. Oh. So, yeah, my heart felt for, felt for him, but, like, the whole team were like, man, you need to just go home. Yeah. But... He went home on the Thursday, um, but it had all been playing up through the week. But he went home on the perfect time because he wouldn't have got through if he left home early anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So he would have he would have either been stuck in a slide or yeah. anything. So anything could happen. But he went there on a good day, which yeah. was. But his family were okay. Oh, so, that's good. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So and everything ended up being okay for him. And, um, but. Yeah, we're sending our love out to our East Coast whānau. Um, we know that we're, we're sending some stuff your way as well. Um, blankets, all that type of stuff that you guys need out there, non-perishable food. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I was out in Wellington last week, had to drive down there, but we're just teaching youth workers from all around Aotearoa. Well, we go as far as Kaitaia and as low as... Uh, oh, we're not in Dunedin this time, but I think the lowest part is um, Christchurch. Uh, Christchurch. Yeah, it's Christchurch. Um, oh, that's right, because you guys went to Christchurch last year? Uh, we went to Christchurch last year at the end of the year. That's yeah, right. so, um, yeah, we've got students from Christchurch as far um, up north, uh, Kaitaia, and then, like, the east coast, we've got students from um, Hawke's Bay, and then we've got um, Taranaki students wow. as well. So we're covered quite all over Aotearoa, but we're just teaching youth workers um, how to do it safely, Yeah, uh, learning... Learning that it's not just about them, but they also have to look after themselves if they're doing youth work. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we don't want our youth workers going out and trying to heal young people when they got when they're not quite healed themselves. Yeah. If, they, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. So we also want to teach them around like uh, possibilities of ethical situations that could happen. Yeah. Which is always a good thing, but it's also good to have young people a part of like ethical. Um, teachings as well so they know what's ethical as well yeah um, so they're not putting their youth leader or youth worker in the ethical stress or yeah. anything can be ethical uh these days like the way that you talk to them yeah it could be handing them your phone it could be handing them your pen yeah it could be um them borrowing anything of yours that can be an ethical situation yeah. um it could be um Talking to them in the middle of the night, it could be gaming with them. Yeah, you could only, you might not be allowed to um, game with them for a certain amount of time. Yeah, type of, there might be a time frame, but that's like you have to follow a policy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and keeps yourself cool. safe and them safe as well, eh? Yeah, hard up. But that's what the training's about, and we just spent a whole week down in Wellington doing that. Yeah, so Wee. yeah, they're learning about themselves and learning how to be better youth workers. So, oh, look out the country We've got some good youth workers In the making uh, um, I'm just keen to keep Guiding them through uh, Not just me But we've got a whole team Doing it mm. We're quite stoked but Cool Yeah Do you have anything to say Before we sign off? Um, Join Join if you've got kids Or if you've got youth If you've got nieces Or nephews That you know That are in the west area Um, You know Maybe not doing anything Get them to come down Join our groups Come in and help out You know Once you help out at the centre You get involved in literally everything Events and all Yeah Yeah That's pretty much me Yeah Well there you have a team Um, Thank you for tuning in today Wherever you are If you're in your car If you're at home um, But we'll catch you next time On Out West Radio Peace See ya
episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.